When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Jason and Alexis Show podcast presented by our delightful friends at the Freehouse. Look for new menu items like their better for you comfort foods, including the tuna poke bowl and spaghettini primavera, plus seasonal favorites like the new maple grain salad, beef stroganoff and carrot cake. Lex and Dawn, we are going to have a happy hour at the Lowry. How does that sound? Amazing. Okay. They have, you know, they still have their comfort foods like the steak and pierogies. They have the Nashville fried chicken sandwich, but they have new things as well. Ooh, like what? Well, and they're better for you new things. Did you hear that, Don? Oh, this is awesome. Yeah, they're calling it new, better for you comfort foods, like a tuna poke bowl, which I love, a spaghetti teeny primavera. Ooh, yum. I'm going to try that. I know. Lex, let's lady in the tramp that. Ooh, yes. This is a tramp. Ew. Well, we'll let them figure that out. (laughs) And then after all of that, you can try... The carrot cake. Lex, I know you love a carrot cake. I love carrot cake, and I cannot wait to try theirs because everything there is so good. And Dawn, you can have like a spoonful. Okay, great. (laughs) (laughs) Dine with them, make reservations, do takeout all at thelowryuptown.com. It's gonna be me. It's gonna be me. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the 8 o'clock and final hour. Of a little show we call Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything Grey Poupon. Pardon me, would you have any Grey Poupon? But of course, Grey Poupon, one of life's finer pleasures. Is it really, though? Is it really one of life's finer <laughs> pleasures? Hi, Alexis! I love that mustard. Oh, that's right. I forgot I have you do. Lots love. of different spicy mustards in my fridge. But, but Lex, but yeah. would you consider it one of life's finer pleasures? Okay, well, you know, I that's... mean, let's be honest here. Let's, let's, True. let's be True. honest. I, it's it's a quality it... condiment, yes. It's a, okay. But, uh, but, but I don't know about uh, life's pleasures, you know. Life, no, Lex, get it right. Pleasures. Life's finer pleasures. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm Pardon sorry. me, would you have any Grey Poupon? But of course, Grey Poupon, one of life's finer pleasures. No, it's uh, really not. No. Well, I, I yeah. don't think so. That's just <laughs> I me. I do, do like it a lot. <laughs> yes, that's fine. That's fine. Yes. Oh, uh, breaking news. And Lex, uh, oh, oh, y- you'll love this. Got? You'll love this. This is right up your alley. It's a fun announcement. The yeah. Grammy folks just announced that Trevor Noah is going to be the host. Oh, cool. Oh, that's going to be fun. Yeah, January 31st on CBS. Uh, Trevor Noah just announced. That's good. That's a good pick. Cool. He'll he'll do a great job. So, as long as it's not Alicia Keys. Oop! Did I say that out loud? Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. oh God! Oh, thank you. 
Gorgeous. Oh, oh. Now, Rem Stern would agree. His oh. show after the Grammys. One of the, the first best. Time she hosts. Uh, just oh. him and Robin. Just it was hysterical. Oh. Just like she just oh. didn't know when to stop. Yeah. And may I say a little sidebar here before we get to Alexis's goofy ass Thanksgiving quiz. Yeah. Uh, Kenny, you'll love this because you're a music guy. Did you guys hear Elton John on Stern? Have you heard any clips from it? No. Oh my gosh, you guys! Styles yesterday, but yeah, what Um, happened? Oh, just too many things. Maybe you know what? I'll do a segment tomorrow on it. Okay. It is. I'll I'll pull some clips, guys. It is such a great interview. And Howard, you know, because Howard's a music nut, he talks about all of the Elton John songs that are so good that never made it on the radio, not because they weren't good, but because Elton in the 70s was releasing like two albums a year. And radio, Mm -hmm. they couldn't keep up with all of the singles. So there's a new collection out, a new collection of a lot of these like B-sides and a lot of these songs that true fans love but never got to the status of you know Benny and the Jets and Candle in the Wind it was a fascinating interview fascinating um again another always. another always always mm-hmm. and forever so if you yeah, are a Harry music Styles nut yesterday too geez. I was like yeah. wow yep I mean Talking I about therapy him, and yep. I know I adore him so <laughs> okay uh it is time once again, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it is time once <laughs> it is time once again for another wacky earth Alexis Thompson Thanksgiving quiz. Here we go. Yes, guys. It's traditional Thanksgiving. We're all getting hungry just thinking about the food, aren't we? Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. Yes. Are you guys uh, cooking up some a feast, or are you just ordering uh, some takeout? Uh, Colin and I are both doing a naked hot tub Thanksgiving. That's what we're just going to eat. Yep, wow. That's what we're doing. Yep. Wow. That's all we're doing. That's yeah, all you need, right? It's all the two of us. We're going to eat turkey in our hot tub naked. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. He doesn't know that yet, but yeah. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Just, just so you know, Colin. Just so you know, Colin. Yeah. He knows now. He knows now, yeah. Uh, do you guys like Brussels sprouts? Yes, I love, love them. them. Yes. Love, yes. All right, Kenny? Mm? Uh, describe one to me. I think I do. They look like they little green? cabbages. They look cabbage. like little trees. What, what, what the hell do you mean, describe Kenny? Describe a, br- a Brussels sprout. The little trees are broccoli. Oh. Little cabbages uh-huh. are Brussels sprouts. They do I don't kind like of... Okay, you don't. Yeah. Kenny, are you a communist? How do you not know what a Brussels sprout is? It's having its I, moment I, right now, too. Come on, Olsen. There's that, that one vegetable that I, I hate uh, cooked, but I love on salad, and they look like little trees. Uh, that's all I know that's about them. Broccoli. That's broccoli. Oh. Little trees. Okay. That's or broccoli. <laughs> no, those are little white, white right? trees. Yeah, yeah true, but those. I'm just thinking those of shape. Oh, anyway. Okay, okay well. Me. Yeah. <laughs> If you don't like Brussels sprouts, could that be genetic? True or false? Oh, oh! I should get you some music here. Yeah. True. Or, um, I think it's genetic because that just seems really funky. That seems weird. Yeah, I agree. It's got to be genetic. Ding, ding, ding. True. Some people have a gene variant called TAS2R38 that allows them to taste certain bitter compounds uh, that can be found in Brussels sprouts, and they don't like it. Okay. There you go. It just seems off the hook. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. it's genetic. Was there an 18th century version of a turducken, which is turkey, duck, chicken, all oh. inside each other? True or false? False. In the false. 1700s. I would say true. Ding, ding, ding to dawn. <laughs> yeah. It involves putting pigeon, Ew. fowl, and goose inside a turkey. Oh, oh and gosh. a partridge, too. What? Oh. So pigeon, five layers. Yeah. Pigeon, partridge, fowl, goose, inside a turkey. Sounds like something my nephew Carter would make. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Turkey's got to be the size of a cow. (laughs) That's a huge turkey. Unless it's just like a little, you know, little uh, little piece of the pigeon, you know? I was going to say it's thigh, but then I'm thinking there's no meat on its thigh. Or a wing. There's no (laughs) meat there. Dawn, Dawn, Dawn. Trying to think of the anatomy of these birds. Dawn, could you pass me the the pigeon thigh, please? (laughs) Dawn, could you pass me... Dawn, are you going to Dawn, are you going to eat that thigh? Uh, you want to eat the pigeon thigh? I just like the Gross. white uh, breast meat. <laughs> so do I. All birds, all fowl. <laughs> just the, I don't like. Why the hell are you people no eating meat? pigeons? No, not they're, really. they're winged oh. rats. Why are we well, eating pigeons? They're stuffing inside a goose and then a turkey. So that's so disgusting. Seventeenth century or eighteenth century version of a turducken. Oh, I would have been a horrible eighteenth century homosexual. <laughs> uh, you're like, just give me the turkey. Stop with no. the egg. My God. Oh, no. I would have been a horrible 18th century homosexual. Oh, thank it's God my I'm born now. Of the day, for sure. <laughs> oh. oh, man. According to some historians, the most historically accurate Thanksgiving libation is. And I've got some choices for you. Okay. What, Whiskey. What this is just it, historically speaking oh. for Thanksgiving. So oh. in, of all time. Okay. okay. Is it whiskey, wine, hard cider, or champagne? It's uh, it's wine. It's the the nouveau. It's wine. Okay. That's uh, my Kenny, final answer. And Kenny I'm right. Like and it, don't. Yeah. Don't tell me yeah. otherwise. I'm Kenny's right. Kenny's very confident about this for uh, whatever reason. Yes. So yeah. Going with I'm, wine. I'm going to go with whiskey. I'm going with Kenny. It's wine. You're all wrong. Nope. No, hard you're cider. wrong, Lex. <laughs> hard cider. It's the historically accurate libation of Thanksgiving. I dispute that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, who invented the green bean casserole? You know, the one with the fried oh, onions on top? I love it so much. Oh. I love it. Right, Marjorie Taylor. Forward to it every year. Yeah, is it Julia Child? Oh. A Campbell Soup recipe developer? Yes. A yes. green bean farmer? No. Or Paula Dean? It's no, the Campbell soup people. Campbell. Yeah. Campbell's. Ding, ding, ding. Do you know that there's a little bit of soy sauce in there? Oh, yes, God. That gives it that extra little flavor. What kind bit. of soy sauce, mm-hmm. Lex? I mean, you got to go with Kikoman. Yep. Trust the Kikoman. <laughs> said said uh, by no one. This <laughs> is just me, I guess, alone on my island. <laughs> yep. What's new? Uh, what state produces the most turkeys annually? Uh, Minnesota does. I think Minnesota. Ding, ding, ding. Really? <laughs> That's right, Minnesota. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh you betcha, don't you know? I Mashed didn't... potatoes. Yeah. yeah. Were served at the first Thanksgiving in Plymouth. True or false? False. False. True. True. It's false. No mashed no, potatoes. It's true. 
They might have mashed in themselves with their forks. <laughs> they just had those little trees, better known as broccoli. <laughs> the little trees. Yeah, little trees. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, the first Thanksgiving was in 1621. Was pumpkin pie served? No, yes. but B. Arthur was there. <laughs> <laughs> Hovering around at low altitude. <laughs> Threatening uh, all the attendees. What, what was what there? Was, pumpkin was, pie. Was it at the first Thanksgiving in 1621? Of course it was. Of course sure, why not? Yeah, I'll say yeah. No. Dawn? There she is again. Dawn with the wind. Nope. <laughs> they False. were starving. Yeah, no pumpkin pie served there. Yep. And no well, they didn't have Americans. a baker's. They didn't have a baker square. No Native Americans in the bushes handing them maize. Remember all those pictures? They oh, oh yeah. crap! They taught us in school that's not oh, real. Pond. It's no. not no. Yeah. Pond tribes. That corn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, turkey is blamed for post-Thanksgiving dinner naps. Is should it be? Yeah. Yes. yes. Tryptophan. Yeah. From aldehyde. Contrary from Melbourne. Contrary. Whatever. Whatever. Whatever Dawn said. (laughs) And wine. (laughs) Whatever Dawn said. Did I? I didn't mean to say from (laughs) Melbourne. Asbestos. Oh yeah. Well, contrary to popular belief, turkey doesn't contain enough tryptophan to put you to sleep. Really? Uh, yeah. No, where, where, where are you getting these answers? I, I dispute every single one of Do your you? answers. Oh, yeah, is that is not right. So it's maybe just like a carb coma, as my it friends is. and I call it. Okay. Yeah, it's overeating. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's gorging your body. Your body's like, I'm tired. This takes a lot of energy to digest this food. Oh, yeah. Do you, uh, yeah. Do you have Unless a, you le- eat like you're eating a feast every day, you know. Lex, do you have a few more? I have two more. Well, let's save it for after yeah, the, the sure. dirt alert. Let's do that. Ladies and okay. gentlemen, there it's uh, been Alexis Thompson's goofy-ass quiz. We'll be back with the dirt alert and a winner when we come back. This is a My Talk dirt alert. The dirt alert is coming up just a, in just a second. But first, on Jason and Alexis in the morning, it's time to announce another winner because it's eight twenty in our live for free contest. Take it away, Don. I hate this year. All right. So it's been a tough year for everybody. We want to reward you with some money. Kathy Thedens of Elk River. This is uh, this hour's name. Kathy Thedens. Call us back. 651-641-1071 in the next 10 minutes. And if you do, you win $100 and you're entered to win the grand prize of $10,000. Once again, Kathy Thedens of Elk River. 651. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 641 Hey, Dawn. Hey, what? What if your name isn't Kathy? Then what do you do? Uh, I wouldn't call right now because then Kathy no. can't get through because you yep. tie up the lines. So. so don't call if you're not her. Thank you. You have 10 minutes, <laughs> 651-641-1071. And if Dawn has to step away from the dirt alert, just like Miss America, yeah. I'm ready to come Ooh, in and I'm like it. a standby. Yes, I'm a runner up Great. here. Okay. Go ahead, Dawn. Well, I wanted to talk about this story. We talked about it yesterday. There's an actor from Euphoria, Euphoria named Lucas Gage, and he posted on his Instagram a really funny video. Well, it was funny to the rest of us. It was probably super embarrassing to him of uh, a British TV director. He was was auditioning for and it was a zoom meeting and the guy hadn't muted himself and he was mm. basically trash talking this guy's apartment he thought he was muted well the guy has been revealed um it's british tv director tristram shapiro and he's best known for directing episodes of unbreakable kimmy schmidt veep and community and he says he wasn't talking smack He's not going to say he's sorry. He does claim in a statement that um, he said he was sorry many times in the video and that it's been all blown out of proportion. Well, and here's the deal. And I know the phone's ringing, so yeah, go ahead. On. Here's it's not so much. Yeah, look, there are bigger issues to, to there are bigger issues to deal with right now, but it's just rude. And then his non I, I hate a non-apology. And that's what this is. It's a non-apology. It is. It's just kind of like just just admit that you were kind of a you were prickish. Yeah. yeah, and it's like you're making fun of a guy in his twenties because he has a studio apartment. I don't know. I said this yesterday in the talk show. We've, I mean, the twenties. That's what you're supposed to have, and there you shouldn't be judged on on the economic status that you that you're in when you're 23 and trying to make it in in Hollywood. My goodness, I slept on a couch for 10 years in a studio apartment. I don't know. It just it's this classist, and it just makes you look like a dank. Yeah, does. and even now, after all of this, I know you said sorry, but it's it's a bigger thing too because now people are going ooh every time I hear his name now. Yeah. Uh, do we have a winner, Don? We, we do. Have- we have <gasps> Kathy on the line with us right now. Hi, Kathy. Hi. Hi. Congrats. Congr- congrats. I'm so oh. excited. Were you? Uh, did, did you? Did somebody have to tell you you won, or were you? Were you listening live? I was listening live. Oh, nice. Yes. Well, congratulations to you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much, Kathy. Of- what are you going to do with that ten thousand dollars if you win it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I have three adult daughters, and they're all newly married, and one of them is expecting a baby, so I think I would help them out a little bit. Oh, Everyone's oh. so selfless. Seriously. <laughs> we haven't had any selfish people yet. <laughs> no. Maybe eventually we will, but not right now. Okay, we're going to put you on hold. Dawn's going to be with you. Just hold on just a few more minutes, okay? Uh, we got to get okay. through the dirt alert, so hold on there, and Dawn will get your information. So. Okay, thank you. Congratulations. Oh, Oh, so nice. Another winner coming up on Donna and Steve. Okay, so there's a new thing called the Academy Museum. 
of motion pictures and uh, the first installation it's the biggest one also is the only surviving full-scale shark model from steven spielberg's 1975 jaws it's 25 feet long it's 1208 pounds it's suspended 30 feet above the third floor of the building and it's the largest object in the museum collection to date um they said in a statement that um, they just completed assembling this, and it's really the only surviving version from the model that was from from the mold, basically. That was oh, wow! Uh, and that and if you know anything about that movie, that model that that shark is a legend upon itself. Yes. It's one it's one of the best making of documentaries of any movie ever. If you have a Jaws DVD in your collection. Pull it out and watch the making of. It's almost as good as the movie itself. Totally. Donna, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, there, no, no. It's no. Yeah. I totally agree with you. And in in school um, for screenwriting, they taught that it was a perfect script and went through to teach you why. And it was written that way on purpose because there are little clues in there as to you know there's certain things that should happen when when um, people that are approving scripts they're looking for on certain pages and if you don't do it they kind of toss it in another pile and so they did it as a wink wink to you know like <laughs> yeah. script writers out there that it's a perfect script another interesting thing about the shark is that its name steven spielberg named it bruce after <laughs> his lawyer <laughs> i think it's really oh, funny God. yeah so uh that's, fact, i didn't know that yeah, it's kind of fun, right? Yeah, and yeah. Richard Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus has great stories about you know back then they were all on walkie talkies, um, and and when the shark wouldn't be disabled, you know he he said you you would hear all the walkie talkies go. Uh, the shark is broken. I repeat, the shark is broken. And he would do this, and he's so funny talking about how many times a day he heard that announcement come over the crew walkie talkies that the 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 shark because. Steven wanted realism. They yeah. shot in real salt water with a robot. Yeah, I know. And that that original one was actually junked in 1990. It used to be at Universal Studios when you did the tour. But then it went to this uh, family junkyard business in Sun Valley, California. And then in 2016, the museum bought it from the junkyard. Wow. Oh. So it's what so weird that it would ever on. be put in a junkyard. But Yeah. Well, it got all corroded in there from the water. Yeah. It well, was kept in the water at Universal, too. It would come out of the water when you're driving by. So I miss that, that ride. Yeah. I miss oh. that ride. They need to revamp that. Yeah. Uh, there we go. For more stories like this, go to mytalk1071.com. We're going to take a break. We'll be back right after these words. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm talk 1071 Alexis is going to wrap up her turkey quiz here. And then... We teased this a while ago, and I'm dying to hear about it. Is is a Little House reboot in the works? Mm. We're gonna find out. Uh, okay, Lex. Okay, let's uh, let's go back. You just have a couple more questions in your Thanksgiving turkey quiz. Yes, so uh, let's see how well we know the Thanksgiving <laughs> season. Go ahead, ask us. Your final few questions. Yes, specifically about our traditional Thanksgiving foods. So here we go. Cranberries and Concord grapes, they're two of the three commercially grown fruits native to the United States. What's the third one? Apples. 
Ooh, that's a good guess. Oranges. Cherries. <laughs> I love cherries. Here, here are the. I have options for you. I should have okay. mentioned that earlier. No, okay, so none right. of those are right. Yeah, blueberries. Honey. Yeah, none of them are right. Yeah, blueberries, peaches, apples. Well, apples is in the thing, but that's not right. Or plums. Oh, <laughs> plums. It's blueberry. It's blueberries. It's plums. blueberries. Blueberries. Blueberry. They grow wild yeah. everywhere. Ding ding ding! It is blueberries. <laughs> That's right. Okay. And last but not Jason. least, what do people in the southern United States call the bread-based mixed mixed served with roast turkey? Grits. Stuffing. Oh, the bread-based. Put- oh, What's that, Don? So you're asking, okay, sorry. Bread-based mixed served with roast turkey. So is it pudding, dressing, stuffing, or breading? Dressing. 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 We're in the land of stuffing. Yeah, I, I call it stuffing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There well. you go. That wraps up the Thanksgiving quiz there. Fun little fun facts. I think half of those answers were wrong. I, I'm, I'm going to dispute this. <laughs> dispute it uh, later. Come no. here and go, go to, to the canvassing board. We'll do a recount. <laughs> and a recount. We'll certify the quiz in Michigan. Um, Are we sure to a recount of the recount? We'll do a recount of the recount. Yes. <laughs> Um, okay, Lex, we've waited yes. long enough. We've waited long enough for this. What's this news? What's these rumors about a Little House on the Prairie reboot? What is this? Okay, it looks like it's in the works. This is a possibility. Now, they have said this before, okay? So, uh, Ingram, Wa- Ingram Eagle Wilder, of course, the you know, writer of the show, blah, 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 the book. I always want to say Ingram. But that's not right. Laura Ingalls Wilder. Yes. She um, sold dead. the right. Yeah, she is dead. Her lo- her lawyer got all the rights to her estate. He sold that. Um, and then the son of the man who bought it, who was an attorney, he oh. now still owns it. Okay, so anyway, oh. this guy owns the rights it's to it, right? Yeah. There's a lot going on. The son a of the shower. lawyer? Sounds yes, gross. the son of the lawyer. I know it's just a lot of, and then different people, and she who's has involved. no descendants. I guess not. Oh, right? That's yeah. awful. That's sad. Uh, Let's yeah. do a mini series about that. Well, so, there is a whole big thing about it because apparently, right now, and we're we're seeing this right with Hallmark movies and with nostalgia in general. A lot of people going back to Little House on the Prairie. It's very popular right now. I guess it's, you know, it's syndicated, of course, but it's in like 30 different countries and all over the place. You can watch uh, Little House on the Prairie. So I guess I don't see it this way, maybe because I was watching some of it later in life, but I don't see it as a simpler life. <laughs> I think of it as a hard knock life. No, for yeah. sure. Always trying to get through it, but a lot of people are like, yeah, I would it was love a to see life. this. I want to see it happen, but I want to see it to. I want it gritty and dirty and brutal, um, a la yeah. Deadwood on HBO. Oh boy. Where yeah. they just th- throw the waste right out in the middle of the street, oh, and you have to oh. trod through it on the boulevard, oh. and oh. it's just things are just awful <laughs> on a daily basis. Every other word is the f word. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and and other yeah varieties of just brilliant so cursing, so cussing in that show. brilliant brilliant cursing. We can't uh, run And that's what the... I want to see. I I, I want to see flowers. the truth. Yeah. I yeah, mean, there's stories. Brutal. 
There's stories of about settlers making their way across the prairie in Minnesota, and the mosquito swarms were so gnarly that grown men would just flop to the ground and sob. That's what I want to see. Oh, wow. Hello? Wow, Kenny. That's quite a visual there. Oh. That might get too oh. real. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I kind of want to see bonnets and bloomers, you know? Have you I guys, just want to see blind, you guys have, blind Mary. You, You've, you've driven across Minnesota, right? And you don't even notice how many times you cross a river, a creek, or a stream. Think about the impossibility of traveling from the Wisconsin border, the St. Croix River, over the Mississippi, and then crossing all those rivers and streams all the way over to the Dakotas. Wow, it just had to be awful. Just awful. Yeah. And that's what I want to see. Yeah. Well, wow. Let's call B. Arthur. She knows about all this. I mean, yeah, she, no. <laughs> right. she lived it. Her personal she lived it. Here. She lived and then it. your kid goes blind along the way. Yeah, throw that in. Oh man. And then wow, you're. It's then to... there's a bad touch from a weird mime. I mean, it's yeah. horrible. Oh right, that happened too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, sexual assault, assault in the barn by a oh by oh, mime. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh. and you've got some mail. Of the original Little House on the Prairie scenes and sets because. I guess there's a guy that played a, a blacksmith in the ninth season. He has the church and the Ingram homestead. Oh, cool. So they could actually use the original buildings. Yeah. The two of them yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, Megan Lane writes to us, Laura Ingalls Wilder had a daughter with Almanzo. Oh. Her, her name was Rose, but she's dead, too. Oh, that's yeah, right. She's dead. Oh. Yeah, she's yeah. dead. Dead, uh, passed away in the 60s. And that's how the lawyer got it. And then now the lawyer's kid and trying to make the decisions of what's the right thing to do. So that's, gross. that's that why it's taken so take, long. Yeah, that's there are not enough Almanzos in the world. I just want to have a little sidebar conversation with that. Almanzo. Hey, Almanzo. who are you married to? Yeah, Almanzo. Yeah. <laughs> hey, who's your new guess friend, Almanzo? Almanzo. <laughs> guess who's interested in playing Mrs. Olsen? Oh, um, uh, who's a bitter old hag? Who's who's Samantha old enough from now. Sex in the City? Now think of the original show. Mrs. Olsen was a shopkeeper, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. she's yeah. Nellie Olsen's mom. She's the nemesis yeah. of the show. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. who? Nellie Olsen's mom, Nellie. Oh, that would she's be great. Interested. She's the perfect age. She is now. Yeah, she's like Which sign me up. Yeah. You lost me. What? No, you mean Nellie. Allison. Nellie Olson. Nellie Olson, the actress. Yes. Oh, 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 the, the lady that played Nellie. Yeah. Yes. Allison Argram. Argram. Who wrote yeah. Confessions of a Prairie Bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which is the best name ever. Yes. I, I love that. That's the only, she's the only reason I watch that show. Oh, I so love good. her. Yeah. I love villains. Loved, yes, love yeah. Nellie. It's it's how she survived Nellie Olson and learned to love being hated. Well, TV projects and TV uh, tastes are all cyclical and they reflect yeah. the time. And uh, Little House became popular during a similar time that we're experiencing now. You know, the late seventies when there was economic turmoil, world turmoil, um, a de- you know, an economic depression, and people turned to TV more than they normally did for escape. That's why shows like this uh, that reflected a simple, well, quote, simpler time mm-hmm. were very popular. Or the opposite shows that showed opulence, like Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, became popular. Yeah. So we're in it. We're in a time right now where things are tough. 
people may seek out stuff like this. So it's all about timing, and this could be a good time to bring it back. Yeah, you know what? And there's a lot of material to choose from, Jason. How many? There are like 20 books out. Banks of Plum Creek, Little House in the City, A Big House in the Red Light District. I mean, boy, the scary mime. There's 10 books. I wrote it multiple times. Yeah. yeah, don't well, go into the yeah. red barn. Yeah. Uh, there's just there's tons a mime of in there. <laughs> yeah. to sexually yeah. assault you. Mr. Oh, Olson doesn't have run. his pants on again. Yeah. I mean, they oh, wrote a whole book about that. Yeah. Why is Paul looking at me that way? Oh, um, no. Oh, no. Ah. Michael Landon. Shirtless Michael Landon. He's a good looking man. Well, that's highway to heaven right there. Yeah. <laughs> Eight, 843. <laughs> Dog hits the bonanza right there. Uh, oh, oh, nice, Jason. Thank you. Eight four. I just thought I would take it home. Uh, Eight forty three. Stay right there. We'll be back right after these words. Make it real, or else forget about it. Fun fact: I know that song was number one for like fifty seven bazillion weeks. I'm the only human that can't stand it. Oh no. I'm right there. Oh, I with hate. You. I cannot I stand the song. You don't like Santana yeah. in there? That no. Guitar? No. no. You know what? Put some shoes on. Take a bath. Let's go here. Whoa. Oh, oh wow. 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 Oh, I'll I'll take quite it that way, but yeah. no, I'll take it. I. Lower. I just. That, I think the song got played so much that it just. Yeah. I have a visceral reaction to it. Not as much as Louis Capaldi, but. It doesn't. It fills me with dread knowing it's now in rotation. But oh well. Speaking of dread, um, hey Dawn, yeah. can you call B. Arthur real quick? Can sure. you get her on the line? She's. Uh, we got a couple questions for her, especially since uh, we have a video to do today with her. Well, we don't know though. We don't have any of the details, but <laughs> yeah, we don't. We don't know. Lex and I are doing a movie together today. But hi, you've reached Amy. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> Leave a message. No, forget oh, it. She's I not worth up. it. Um, yeah, okay. She also wanted to. She popped in yesterday. I haven't seen her in like three weeks. And she oh, said that she you. wanted to talk on the show about what it took to get Lori and Julia on the air. Oh, <laughs> from oh home. my goodness. That's from right. Oh, because it was, it was, um, it was uh, some things were brought to light <sighs> about uh, some of the computer skills. <laughs> oh my goodness, Dawn! I'm so glad that you said that because uh, she called me, and, and I'll I'll have a nice moment here with her. Uh, she was very kind. She called me when I was at the airport with my mom, getting ready to fly to Louisiana to, to make sure you know see if I need anything or my mom need anything. Anyway, and she told me she said, Jason, you you have to have me on the show next week <laughs> because. I have to tell you and Alexis the rigmarole and the kerfuffle of trying to do Lori and Julia from home. And she and I said, I always do this with my bosses like or anybody that can't tell me a story right away. I always go, give me a tease line. You know what I mean? Like, give me give me a headline or give me what it's going to be. Are you ready? Kenny, are you ready? Alexis, are you ready? She said. This was an actual part of a conversation with Lori Bargini. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. She didn't know what copy and paste meant. She doesn't own a computer. She didn't know what a server was. What? She didn't know how to go to the email 
to find something to copy and paste. So oh, let's just let, let's just let's just go down the line. What? She didn't have a computer. She didn't That's surprising. She didn't know how to copy and paste. She didn't know what a server was. So to pull something down from the server was not you no. Know, and she didn't know how to get to the email to find the link to copy and paste. Dawn, what did you hear? Oh my I just heard Lori doesn't know how to copy and paste. She doesn't know how to copy and paste. That was like how has, how has she done? Well, I know how she did show prep when Donnie was here, but how did they do it after Donnie was gone? Great question. They were uh-uh. very upset. Julia? I felt really bad for them because they were really stressed out. You know, that yeah. was a hard time for them. You know, yeah. the old really, really... gentlemen that I work with in the afternoon <laughs> can do that. No. Oh, but no, they couldn't. Lori did, she did not. Everything on her phone, or does she have an iPad? Or do, no, no iPad. Alexis, she doesn't own a computer. Well, that's why I'm wondering. Like, how does she? I, these are all how, great questions. How... These are all wonderful Maybe questions. Maybe we can book her for the show tomorrow. Search... Oh, yeah, we got it. We, we can book know our boss. We have we have to book our boss for the show yeah, tomorrow because. Yeah. I I was laughing so hard at her just telling me the tease lines. She said that the engineers they deserve like a hum- they deserve the Nobel Peace Prize for getting Lori and Julia on the air during the home shows because just th- because guys wow. my talkers uh, we won't get too inside baseball here but it you need to have a semi working knowledge of a computer in order to do a show from home. Basic, but the very, basic, very, very basic. basic, very basic. I mean, there's maybe <laughs> wow. five steps, and I think I'm being, I, I, I am being a little, maybe five or six steps um, to do it, yeah. but it's nothing extraordinary. Um, and I guess the broadcast itself was the stuff of, yeah, was the stuff of legends. Like I need to. We need to find some clips because oh, gotta go oh back. Dawn, I'm so glad oh, I completely God. forgot about that. <laughs> oh gosh, from home. Okay, from we, home. Yeah, we've got to listen to those. We have to do that tomorrow. I know, That's I know a- that the first day it was just such a sudden thing, and we're all trying to be so careful, you know, with yeah, you know, if we're exposed uh, and need to quarantine. But I know that they had to last minute bring somebody in oh, to host, oh. and Rocco was like, "What am I doing? Help!" <laughs> Oh, Brittany no. had to come in, Holly. Oh, gosh. That's why. And then the second day, I think they were on together. Well, and maybe I'm wrong about that. I just I think that's day. what I heard. Oh, oh, gosh. I just want everything to go back to normal. I'm so over this. Oh, <laughs> it's the just. coddling that's gone on for so many years. Is coming to. Is coming I'm uh, to. to the subject. I've yeah, got to turn my long. mic off because now I'm going from being bemused to getting really hot under the I'm really. This oh, good. Is, uh, well, it's a perfect opportunity to turn it into a positive and say, my goodness, thanks to our engineers, uh, because <laughs> yes. they sincerely, from oh, what, you know, just what Dawn just said is the truth. Nothing is wow. normal with, with, with how we're doing these shows. And at one time, I think last week, there were 15 on-air people that had to do shows from home so we will end the show rightfully so saying thank you thank you thank you and they're down a person too remember yes yes so good job guys yeah so engineers we love you 
Thank you for what you do. Yes. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right. You be <laughs> you. If you're low, Jay, then you are doing it wrong. Kenny? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. sorry. Cut his so- mic, Dawn. <laughs> oh, man. Please have a great day. We love you so much. We'll talk tomorrow. <laughs> you be you.